Hello, my name is Jenna Wilcox with Run Radio's Artist Spotlight, and today it's shining on Criminal Outpost, and I welcome Alec and Nate. Hello, how are you gentlemen doing today? Good, how are you? I'm okay. I'm excited to learn more about your music, how you guys are working together, how you're getting the word out about your music, because Nate and I talked a little bit about how much work goes into being an independent artist with the writing, performing, marketing. And so you got a lot on your own shoulders and music in your words. So good. It's criminal. So tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, Criminal Outposts were uh, a five piece uh, indie uh, pop rock band. Um, we originated in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, all, all five of us are from different locations, but uh, we all joined together there. I actually got the guys together through a uh, Instagram ad. I I um, woke up one morning and I'd always wanted a band and I, um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it today. And uh, I posted out a, uh, an ad and, you know, I had a little audition process and uh, the guys that are currently in the band now are, are the first people that I uh, auditioned and uh, it, it just kind of connected. Um, we have really great chemistry and uh, yeah, we love making music together. So I don't know, Nate, if you want to add to that. Yeah, no, I think you pretty much like hit the nail on the head. I had a sort of it, it was a funny coincidence too. I really had just sort of been late night laying on my bed scrolling through Instagram and I saw this ad uh, that was just saying this guy was looking for a band that would kind of along the lines of like Tame Impala, Foster the People, Young the Giant. And uh, I was like, oh, I like those guys. I might as well take a chance and uh, hit this guy up and see what I can do. And uh, just from there, uh, I just remember, you know, saying, hey, I play guitar. You know, I'm interested in what you in, uh, what you're offering and uh, sent him a couple of videos of me playing. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I love it. You're in. Uh, I have a couple songs pre-recorded as well. And at this point, you know, I'm still not thinking, yeah, no, it's anything big. I just wanted to do something to, uh, uh, you know, have a little bit of fun because I'd never been in a band before and uh, just wanted to I just always had the dream of like playing on stage and all that kind of stuff. So he sends me a couple demos of songs he's working on and I listen I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And uh, just from there, uh, instantly fell in love with it. And uh, from day one, you know, it's just been something that I've been insanely passionate about and just telling everybody I know. So, yeah, it's definitely it's, it's definitely changed my life for the better. So I, I appreciate that. I love being in Criminal Outpost. That's awesome. That's it. Oh, yeah. That's one of the good, positive things to social media. So how yeah. often do you use social media in getting together and promoting? Is it is it your top tier focus or is it just kind of secondhand? Yeah, you know, um, I think. I think uh, in starting out, um, we were really just focusing on the music. And, um, w you know, like I said, we were all in Springfield, Missouri, which is uh, the college town, basically, of Missouri State University. And um, so, you know, our focus was really just, you know, practicing, you know, finding our finding our sound um, and, you know, getting gaining an audience in that location that we were in. Um, you know, playing the local venues, playing bars, playing, you know, clubs, playing things like that. Um, and, you know, trying to really figure out who we are. I think now we have um, moved into this stage now that I, you know, I've moved out to Los Angeles. Um, I'm waiting on Nate and Calvin to meet me out here um, in about a year or so. But, um, you know, I think now that we're working on our first album and um, we're working on, you know, becoming more established, now we're kind of starting to gear more towards the social media side and the promotion and marketing side, um, which is a whole monster of its own. Well, how do you make a long distance relationship work with a band? Uh, well, honestly, you know, with, with how, um, 
advanced our technology is today it, it's it's really uh, not as difficult as you know we may have thought um what we have going on right now is you know all the other guys are together so they'll get together and record like all the music and then um you know if i have an acoustic guitar part i'll record that and send it over um but normally yeah they'll just record all the music and then once it's done they send it over to me i record my vocals and then i send those back over to them and they mix it together and it, like boom it's done um but yeah nate i don't know if you want to add on to to how you felt about that uh that distance the long distance stuff oh it's so yeah. painful. <laughs> it's so painful every day we're always like man we miss you you know yeah wait to be able to get out there and everything like that but i think uh right. it just kind of goes to show that as strong as like our bond is just as members of the band uh despite being across the country like it's more than just like a band at that point. It's kind of like a brotherhood or a friendship. So uh, being right. able to make things work like that, whether it is still writing songs and recording, whether or not we're able to perform live, uh, we can still, you know, have uh, content to be able to push out on social media. We can still interact with fans through that way and uh, still can put music out. And it's almost like if you're not actually like a local, it's like we never broke up. And, or ne we didn't break up, but like it's never like we left in the first place. Right. Yeah. Exactly. What about your each of your musical background? How long have you been doing what you're 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 contributing to the band? Nate, you can start on that one. Uh, so I've been doing music uh, probably about as long as I can remember. It's been from a variety of uh, different instruments. I was mainly in the piano and uh, played trumpet throughout middle school and high school, but uh, had a very strong background in uh, jazz and everything. My dad loved playing jazz. As I was growing up, so I grew up with like, you know, Miles Davis, Louis Armstrong. I grew up with like Thelonious Monk and all these uh, different artists that were just like such like a magical kind of a uh, uh, unique sort of style of music, as well as playing a, like songs from the 60s. I grew up basically in the 60s at that point, just like soul classics. And uh, it was whenever I got introduced to the Beatles, I think was the first moment that I was like, oh, I want to start playing guitar. And uh, it was just something that I absolutely fell in love with. And uh would be practicing for hours every day uh just trying to learn every Beatles song i could mm -hmm. and uh soon kind of developed into my own style and it sort of grew my uh taste in music so uh really started getting into stuff like surf rock indie pop which is now kind of like the main focus of what i'm doing now but uh yeah i think just it, it was a it was a vast musical background which i think lent a lot of uh influence into my style at the moment whenever i write songs whenever i record stuff or uh learn guitar there's a lot of like of those elements whether it's like funk soul and especially jazz in my playing that can right. offer that a uh, unique sound that we have going and everybody in the band has their own unique style and genre yeah i was going into it yeah i was gonna say um it's pretty cool um the different backgrounds that we come from um nick our bass player you know he's he he did band and stuff like that in school but he's he was mainly into you know really hard hard rock and metal and things like that so is calvin um you know nate just described his background and then we had our drummer parker who you know he's in like drum line and doing like national drum corps stuff and um and then you know i was raised you know my dad is also a singer and um he's he's been a singer in a band called all for nothing for years and years and years as long as long as i can remember um you know and i i grew up listening to kind of the same thing as nate all different kinds of stuff but more you know, 80s and, uh, you know, classic rock like Sticks and Journey and Queen. And then also like early 2000s rock, you know, like Matchbox 20 and, and bands like that. So I think the fact that all of us are so different and come from all those different backgrounds really lends to what our sound is. 
Those are a lot of great sounds to pull from. So what's your songwriting process like? Uh, you know, it, it really uh, varies. Um, I think the majority of our songs have normally went like, you know, Nate or Nick will, um, you know, come up with a riff on the guitar or, you know, a, a four chord progression of some sort or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and they'll send it in the group chat or they'll text it to me and, you know, say, Hey, what do you think about this? You know? Mm -hmm. Uh, and normally, you know, when I, when I hear something, um, a, a fresh new instrumental or, um, you know, a chord progression that they send over for the first time, um, if, if it is something that, um, I, I think fits the band's sound and, and it, it clicks with me right away, normally the melody to that new song will come to me, like right then and there um which is very exciting uh and and then from there i just you know i write as much as i can to it um what i normally do when recording vocals is you know i'll, I'll um i'll put their music down and i'll hit record and i'll kind of sing gibberish over the track mm -hmm. um i'll mumble sing no actual real words because i you know i don't want words that i haven't written yet to get in the way of the melody that's coming out of my brain Okay. Um, I think that's very important. I think people sometimes will try to write the words too fast and force these poetic lines. And um, sometimes you don't even know what you're writing about yet. Um, so I, I think the first time you hear an instrumental, I think there's a there's a melody that your brain wants to hear. And so um, I try to really just put myself in tune with that, let that come out. And then I write the lyrics later on. And Nate has helped me write some lyrics as well. I don't know if you want to add on at all. Uh, yeah, I don't have a huge uh, part in the lyric writing. I've, I've contributed like a, a stanza or a verse or two from yeah. time to time. But uh, I think because a lot of it comes from, uh, I guess my mind doesn't necessarily work like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Kind of the melodic uh, sense where everything that I kind of emulate and whatever emotions that I want to put out there is not really through words, but like through the music that I yeah. write. It's not always through a, a guitar line or anything too. It can also be through a, a you know, a baseline that I come up with right. or a, just kind of like a, a little like vocal melody in my head or whatever that kind of lends itself to me putting my hands on the fretboard and uh, coming up with something that uh, I want to be unique and uh, something that can be very catchy at the same time, which can be very mm -hmm. hard. And I think uh, a lot of times I get very in my own head about it as well. So it's hard for me to come up with something that I am like genuinely proud of to be able to present to the guys. Whereas I feel like every, every song that I make, I probably go through maybe 30, 40, 50 iterations of different ideas before I settle on one that I'm like, okay, I think this is good enough. I'm, I'm very, very picky. Yeah. That. Very, very hard to please. So. We, are, we all are. Yeah. Well, yeah. then what has been the fastest you've ever put something down and said, this is it, and it's came out from start to finish? Oh, oh Nate, yeah. what, what, what song do you think we've written the fastest? You know, besides the three, besides the three that I already had done. Do you think oh, it was Sweet Perfume? Yeah, yeah, because that was the one uh whenever the second time we ever got together it was just sort of it was like one of those chord progressions that i had like sitting sitting around and again it wasn't even complete and uh i was just like because at the at this point we probably only had like four songs in a catalog they were all written by alec and uh, i was just like i have this little thing that i've been working on you know what do you think we can do and we probably like i remember alec just sitting there and like writing out still my favorite lyrics that he's ever written just like very very poetic beautiful but like very catchy at the same time too uh we probably got that whole song done and maybe like i want to say like 30 minutes basically like obviously there was like little like parts that we wanted to add sure. on top yeah. of like, structuring and lyricism it was yeah. like we just oh, I guess. Up. And, well, that, and that was the that was the first sorry to cut you off that was the first song that we had ever written together mm -hmm. oh, um, i had i had four i think three or four um 
originals that I had created before I even met them, you know, and I made them for a potential band. Uh, and then they brought those songs to life uh, in the yeah, best way possible. Right but yeah, Sweet Perfume, which is on all platforms. That was the first um, that was the first one that we did together. And it was the fastest for sure. Love to get a feel good too. You got to feel like I got the right We're we're meant to be, you know, this oh, is a good yeah. group. That was the moment, man. That Absolutely. was the moment where I was like, oh, we're like, we got something good. We're, we're special. That, right. that is pretty special. That is really nice. That's, that is, I, I, I have a good feeling for y'all and it's exciting. Oh, it would be fun you. to be watching you guys. Tell me about the next song you have coming out. How long did it take and when is it going to be released and what's it all about? Yeah. So um, the next song that we have coming out uh, is, it's called Shell Shock. Um, it's going to be released on October 14th. Um, this is a, Oh, no way. <laughs> Sweet. My birthday is October purpose. 3rd. So go October birthdays. Yes. Um, but yeah, this is a song um, that was very like near and dear to my heart. Um, I, I actually wrote this song um, just back, uh, back in my apartment um, on my acoustic guitar. And um, I just wrote it there. It kind of one of those songs that just you know i started i found these chords on the guitar and it just started flowing out of me until i was done basically um and then these guys obviously lent their amazing musicianship to the song and added um you know all their parts and um brought it to life and, and brought it into this kind of upbeat um yet kind of sad um maybe bittersweet is the word um song um and it's basically uh it's basically about um you know feeling like you're you know barely keeping your head above water uh in life and um you know you might be in a relationship where um you love this person um more than anything and you would do anything for this person but you know the road is rocky you're not sure you know what's to come um, there might be uh, a big a big hiccup that you guys are needing to overcome that that you're not sure about um, but basically saying, you know, aside of all of that, uh, or in spite of all of that, uh, will you love me or no? Like when we get, when we get down to the, you know, what it's really about, like, are you going to stay and are you going to love me? Or are you going to give up? Or are you going to stop fighting? Um, are you going to be with me till we're gray and old? Um, and, uh, you know, that's something that I think everybody can relate to, or maybe, uh, have, has gone through. Um, in, in one point or other, even if it's not through a relationship, even if it's just, you know, um, a life hurdle that, you know, they're needing to get through and they're wondering with themselves, am I going to quit this or am I going to, you know, love this passion and keep going for it? Um, so, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know, Nate, if you want to add to that at all, but. Uh, no, I, yeah, you pretty much said it. It was just one of those things where I think, uh, uh, again, it was one of those moments where Alec can send over a song and then just kind of like you, you, you almost feel that kind of become a part of you yeah. almost or like the way that you can kind of connect to the lyrics or to the music, to the song. And then you can kind of add your own stuff on it. You know, if Alec provides the bread, me and Calvin are going to get the peanut butter and jelly right. and then <laughs> the band put the other, you know, the, the final piece on top and then boom, right. you got like a full on sandwich at that point. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, at the moment, we're just in the process of uh, polishing up the recording and uh, yeah. really kind of getting it perfected at the moment. All right. Well, I hope you'll send it over to Run Radio when it's ready, and we'll be glad oh, to yeah. play it up for you. And tell That's folks it. where they can go to check you all out. Yeah, so uh, you can find us on uh, TikTok and Instagram at just Criminal Outpost, exactly how it sounds. 
Um, and then we're also on all streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, The Works, uh, Criminal Outpost as well. All right. Well, thank you for spending some time. It's been a, my pleasure and I wish you very well moving forward with all of your music. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us.